0: Hey everyone, I hope you're doing well. I'm your host Angela Rose and I'm so excited to be recording the sixth episode of Healthy Happy Sexy. I've gotten some amazing feedback so far and this podcast I really just want to reiterate that it's just kind of thoughts that I've had on a deeper level throughout the past week and I just feel like sharing them and just like letting them out, it's like a it's like a therapy session for me to let out my feelings, talk about some things, and um, hopefully you guys can relate. So to start off this episode, I want to give a big round of applause to all the Gemini's. Hey, I hope you guys are all doing well. Today is actually the first day of Gemini season when I'm recording this. I find it crazy. Whatever zodiac season we are entering in, I feel like. We all kind of get a little bit of their traits. My boyfriend is actually a Gemini. So obviously when you get a boyfriend, you research the shit out of their horoscope. And if you're compatible and what the pros and cons are about them, what makes them tick, what turns them on. So you can get inside their head and you think you know them inside out. I have done a lot of research on the Gemini, obviously and I know that they are like the sign of communication my boyfriend like instigated like a conversation that we had last night and I was like oh my god like this is very gemini of him his birthday's coming up on the 10th and it just makes so much sense that he would sort of instigate a conversation or kind of dive in head first and want to talk about some issues that needed ironing out so this is definitely a season to do that if there's conversations that need to be had bring them out sweep them out from under that rug address the elephant in the room because there's no better time to talk than now the season that we're in will really help you and encourage you just kind of like bring your best foot forward when doing these sorts of things like the gemini will help you have these hard talks and it won't be so hard for you that's one thing that i love about a gemini is that i feel like they have no problem talking whether it's about th- themselves but in a good way and like their passions and their hobbies and they're wanting to share it with other people and i really don't think gemini's need to have that bad of a rap i feel like for the most part like one common trait that i've seen with a lot of them, is that they're actually very smart. There's a lot of Gemini geniuses out there. I can definitely see that firsthand now. So I'm very grateful to be with one. I feel like some of their best qualities is that they really like to think long term and have a long term plan and goals and they just think very logically which I really really appreciate. I feel like for me that's something I do not think about at all. I'm a very in the now type of person. That's where my boyfriend and I really balance each other out. I like to take care of the now And he likes to take care of the future, which I am more than happy with. I feel like that's a great combo. And there's not so much like a flip-flop between moods or personalities. Geminis just really like to keep it very balanced. So if they're going really, really crazy one weekend, very hyper, lots of energy, doing a lot of things out and about, then they need to take a few days after that to come back down to earth, to calm down, to balance out, to stay grounded. They can't just always be one direction or the other. They need to really balance each other out. Otherwise, that's when they go crazy. I've figured it out. If they don't balance themselves out, then that's when the crazy Gemini comes out. I just feel like very chatty, totally random topics are going to come up tonight. So I feel like I've been very vegetarian this last week. Like I've wanted... No meals with meat in them. All the meals I've prepped, obviously I've prepped them. We are not going out. Unfortunately, no restaurants are open. Everything I've like wanted to prepare has been totally vegetarian. Tonight, I'm actually made a vegan Buddha bowl, which was so good. I have this recipe for this homemade Asian sesame dressing. And I made a dupe for the chipotle cilantro lime rice and I've been loving cutting up and roasting sweet potatoes with chili powder on them. I also did roasted red pepper, half an avocado, more cilantro, more lime and then for the first time ever I cooked black beans that were dried and I feel like that's not as common to do in Canada. It's just it's not as easy so I feel like it's not as common. I feel like buying the cans are way more common but it's so much more cost efficient to buy dried beans like you can literally get 10 times the amount if you buy beans dried it does take a lot longer to prepare so instead of just cracking open a can and like literally heating them in the microwave because they're already cooked and ready to go you have to soak the dry beans for about six hours And then you'd have to cook them in boiling, simmering water for about 45 minutes. It's one of those things that if you know what you want to make for dinner, you're preparing dinner for later and you know you want beans then you can think ahead of time and prepare them otherwise if you're making something last minute that's when a can will come in handy it just can't get more natural than dried beans obviously it's a little bit more processed i don't think there's anything too bad in them i always buy the no added salt ones in the can but just being a lot more conscious of whatever we're eating and just really really going back to nature and roots and just keeping it as natural as possible and the best part is is when you do those things it's way more cost efficient that's what I made for dinner it was so amazing so filling it was like the perfect amount I don't think there's any better feeling than when you make the perfect amount of food there's no waste there's no storing stuff in the fridge that you know just is not going to get eaten later when you eat really healthy you're not bloating or anything like that so I'm very very happy with my meals lately so healthy so happy so sexy And I don't know if I've gained weight during this whole quarantine thing. I I haven't. Like, I have not. i have stood on the scale. I'm, like, the same weight. But it's like my weight has shifted. But I don't know where it, like, shifted from. Like, I feel like I look the same. But when I was bringing out my summer clothes, all my shorts were so tight. Like... I don't know where it's going, like it's all going to my ass, but I feel like all my shorts and pants, or maybe it's just my style evolving and I've been really hating like anything tight like I really just like like a little bit looser fitting clothes and it's just a comfort thing for me like I hate things restricting me or being tight and I don't know if that's me and the quarantine coming out and just wanting to be constantly comfortable I am seriously in need of a shopping trip to go find some jeans that are good for small waists but big hips and butt because Unfortunately, I feel like that's one of the things that you cannot purchase online. Because it's just it's just too much of a risk unless you order a bunch of different pairs. Like jeans, that's something that's so risky to buy online. Just because that's something that is all about fit. I'm excited for the malls to open up for that reason. I'm missing HomeSense so much. I know they're doing curbside pickup, which is great. All the restaurants are pretty much doing curbside pickup now. So I think things are really starting to go back to normal-ish. I know people are over it here like the weather has started getting so nice in Toronto like all of a sudden and I'm so here for it. I can't wait to get up and like go on a run in the morning. Have the pool opened up soon so I'm so excited that this summer doesn't look like a letdown so far. (laughs) I don't remember last year it was mostly like rainy and cold at least until like the end of june almost but also i just think that we all really need to be aware that this is a really hard time for us and for everyone like i don't think there's not a single person going through it at least for one day about this whole situation I feel like we all need to do our part and speak up about no this isn't normal yes I don't feel good like most days and it's okay and I've talked about this last episode about how it's okay to not have a good day every day and remembering that you want to stay on track you do have goals so you don't want to fall off like the rails completely where this is all stemming from is the uncertainty of the future and we've really never been in a global um consensual feeling like this where everyone feels so uncertain about their future and even if people still do their jobs there's uncertainty about okay when is this gonna end like when will I be able to go on vacation when can I plan things in the future like when is too soon to plan when can we start planning when are things gonna start lightening up when will I go to a restaurant next like there's just so many questions That would never in our minds think that would be a question in a million years before. I think the uncertainty about just the simplest things is what's really wearing people down and where the anxiety stemming from. And this anxiety is like a waterfall that trickles down into unproductiveness, depression. And that is what causes some people to overeat. It's just a trickling like waterfall of negative emotions and thoughts and just i think everyone needs to understand though that we're all having these thoughts and for me personally i was having these thoughts and they were turning into doubts about myself and i really needed to remind myself these are thoughts that have been formed by what is going on the media, what people are telling you, and they're not thoughts of what I want to tell myself. Positive things like, you can do it. These are your goals for the future. Nothing's being derailed. Like, those are my thoughts in my head, and when I hear these other things and background noise from all these other sources, like, yes, I understand what is going on, but things will go back to a normal when all these other noises and frequencies are coming in with negative thoughts that aren't your own it really creates doubt for people and especially for me one day ago like i just had the worst day so much doubt about myself and then today I felt super positive, really motivated and just really excited to work and build and just keep on going. I feel like there's a lot of flip-flop and emotion. Maybe that's Gemini season. I don't know. Maybe we're very extreme one day and then the next we're feeling a totally different type of way but i think what's really important to remember is the keeping the positivity and not listening to all the background noise and letting that affect what you truly believe because you want to remember that it's okay to have those thoughts but if it's causing you a lot of stress and a roller coaster of emotions that's really not good for your health like that's a yo-yo to your emotions and your brain your mental health I've read about these studies on how the uncertainty of the future. Because it's really never happened with our ancestors that it's bringing out this anxiety and fear that we've never felt before. And I started to think about even the kids in school, you know, when you're a kid in like middle school or high school and you think that the smallest thing is like the biggest thing in the world. When those kids have those feelings, it's very true. Like you can't discredit them because they Haven't like lived past the age of 16 or however old they are, and they don't know anything else or anything else in the world that you learned past that age. So, the way kids feel, you can never discredit them, even though you think they're being dramatic or whatnot. So, when kids are saying how they're so upset they can't go and play with their friends, it's super hard on them as well. And we're over here worrying about money and mortgages and jobs and yes obviously seeing our friends but I mean it is what it is but for them the smallest thing is like the biggest thing in the world you know I think we all wish that was our problem because we can say to them it's gonna get better you don't need to worry you have your whole life ahead of you but for them I feel like getting that much worry and anxiety at this age is probably terrible for their mental health and at this point like my thoughts on the whole situation is that I feel like it's doing more harm than good. There's so many factors that everyone needs to consider. Like, yes, there's the economy. Yes, there's people's health. But yes, there's people's jobs and lives. There's people's mental health now on the line. There's people's actual health. I feel like a lot of people are at home overeating and not getting proper exercise that they need. So there's so many different Factors and I feel like we've chosen a path to have everyone down on lockdown because maybe that's the best thing to do. But I really don't think there's like one right answer. I really don't think there's one right answer on what to do. There's probably a right answer for every individual person, but obviously there needs to be one global choice which isn't going to be the right answer for everyone. In another world if everyone is super super healthy and only the unhealthy were getting sick, the healthy people could continue at work and have the economy stay afloat. So there's so many different like options that could have happened, and unfortunately this is the situation that we're all in and we need to remember And we just need to remember our healthy choices during this time and making sure we're doing the best we possibly can, given the circumstances. One thing I just want everyone to remember is that I've been reading a lot of quotes lately. I put a quote on my healthy, happy, sexy Instagram account almost weekly. I used to do like a motivational Monday on my personal account, posting quotes every Monday. But now I just think this is a better page to do on because it's kind of all mindset related. But one thing I've been thinking deeply about is that The people that do succeed in life are the ones that never give up on what they're doing. You can continue to do things and change your way of doing them if you know one way might be more successful or if you want to try something new, that's not giving up. But once you give up and stop continuing to build that dream, That's the day you become a failure. And everyone's journey is different, and everyone's timeline is different. I just want you to remember to not stop because if you stop before you even get to where you want to be, you're never going to see the success that you will one day have because you're going to think and doubt yourself that you're never going to get there. And then you stop because you doubt yourself and you think, oh, well, It's been a year or two and I've gotten nowhere. I just need to give up now. Next year is the year that you're going to get ahead and you stopped a year before. You can't stop. Otherwise, you're never going to see where you want to go. One thing that's super turmoil to anyone's mindset is comparing yourself. And obviously, we've heard, don't compare yourself. Like it's so negative and bad and no one's journey is the same. Even if you're in the same Career field or have the same job as someone else, you're not the same person. You will never have the exact same life or feel the same emotions as another human being. So, why on earth would you ever compare yourself to someone else's success? You would never compare yourself to someone's failures. If you were ever ahead or doing well, you would never look at someone and say, Oh, well, they're three years older than me and making less money. Why aren't I like them? You would never ask yourself that, but you would if you were comparing yourself to their successes. You would only do that, for example, if someone who's younger and more successful and ask yourself, well, why aren't I like them? Well, why aren't I like them if they're less than you? Because you don't wanna be like them. You don't wanna be like someone else if they're less than you, so you wouldn't dare question it. But if they're more successful than you, then you'll question it. And that's what we're told not to do because it makes you feel sad, and depressed, and you start hating on yourself. But what it should do is motivate you, you want to turn those negative thoughts into positive ones. So it's fine if you feel those things. Yeah, I want to be like that person. But then turn it around and say, what can I do to get myself there? If you think that's what's going to make you happy, then why don't you take steps to be like that person use them as inspiration start doing research on their journey or what could get you to be in a position that you want a higher position than you're in recognize where you are and then recognize where you want to be and do research on how to get yourself there i'm so grateful that that is a journey that has come to me and learning on my own and reading and researching, there is never enough knowledge that you can learn. Like your brain does not have a capacity. You need to have the mindset that there is an unlimited capacity on learning. And just to let you know, it's a myth that you cannot be smarter than you currently are. You always have the potential to learn more and to grow and to be smarter than you currently are. There's two mindsets that I've researched about, and there's the growth mindset and the fixed mindset. And the fixed mindset, people are the ones who think, this is as good as it's gonna get, this is me, take it or leave it. The growth mindset is, no, there's always room to grow, so I'm gonna do these things to get myself there. Nothing is more dangerous a comfort zone because nothing grows there is the pain of staying in the comfort zone where it's safe knowing that you'll never grow better than the pain of growth obviously there will be forks in the road negative emotions doubt those things will come with the growth mindset But then you also have the negative emotions of feeling that feeling pain in the fixed mindset of never getting to where you want to be and knowing that it will never come because you're just staying comfortable. You're staying safe. So is that pain more comfortable to you than the pain of actually growing? Because you do have to learn. You have to do things. You have to put yourself forward and push yourself and you need to ask yourself which pain is more tolerable i feel like some people really don't care they're happy with where they are they don't want to grow anymore and that's that that's because a lot of people don't know that their capabilities are endless like it's bottomless you can do whatever you want to do just never give up i'm feeling so motivational today i'm putting on like a motivational voice I think one thing this week that really got me very excited and motivated was redoing my backdrop for my youtube videos i brought some life into the space an actual plant and i think it just contrasts really well with all the other white things in the space so if you guys want to check out my youtube just angela rose and that's where i have more visual concepts like fashion beauty lifestyle vlogs so that's more of my personal side this is where i just get very weird and chatty, things that have been weighing heavy on my mind and just keeping it positive and reminding you guys to keep it positive. So thank you guys so much for listening to the sixth episode. I have a little bit of a lisp, P.S. Don't know if you've heard that, but thank you guys so much for tuning in and I will see you next week. Have an amazing weekend. If you're in Toronto, enjoy it because the weather is going to be I'm so excited. So enjoy, let loose, stay positive. We're all going to get through this. We all want to get through this. So I will see you guys on the other side. Have an amazing Friday.